The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madea, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. The Forever Fab podcast values truth and authenticity. We encourage our guests to show up exactly as they are, as the best version of themselves. Please note, this podcast episode contains adult language. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome back to part two of the Forever Fab podcast with my guest, Susan McPherson. Now, Susan, you've talked about the five-minute ask. What would you say is the anatomy of a successful reciprocal ask? The anatomy of a reciprocal ask, meaning I had to get like medical, you know, I just, it's just who (laughs) I am. I had the anatomy of a reciprocal ask. So you've asked something for someone, a small, you know, a five minute ask, and they get back to you and say, okay, yes, great. Now, what may I do for you? What should you say at that point? Should you just go in and be like, yes, write the $20,000 check? How do you you reciprocate? I think it all depends. I mean, and I hate to be that one with that ridiculous answer, but it really just depends on what, what the, what the relationship is like. Um, I would trust your gut, but you want to keep it like growing and going. So I would, I would hold off the big, huge ask until yes, honestly, I mean, and this has been what has been so wildly challenging this past year. Those, those big asks are better done in person when you can make real eye contact. Um, can it be done over Zoom or, you know, FaceTime? Of course. But I think, you know, for those really deeply important conversations, um, if you can table them and, and for those of us who are starting to approach um, re, re-emerging, I would, I would do those in person. That's a really salient, a really good point to do those in, in person. I, I think that makes a, a, big, a big difference. Now, getting back to your super accomplished life, what... <laughs> what made you start McPherson Strategies? What did you feel was missing out there that you knew that you could answer? Oh, dear Lord. That makes <laughs> I had the intention. Do you know what? It was just a placeholder until I found something else. Wow. I, uh, I, um, I was working for a consultancy, uh, a, a, a wonderful firm, Fenton Communications. I was leading their corporate responsibility practice. And there started to be an exit of talent. And for Mm. anybody who has ever worked at consultancies, you are your people. And when all of a sudden there was an exodus, I was kind of like, "Uh uh-oh, what am I going to do? And, you know, at 48, I was already starting to, you know, witness ageism. It's a real thing. It's a real thing, sister. And a couple of organizations, uh, one called Girl Rising and another Mm -hmm. called Global Citizen Year, said, Susan, if you leave, 
will hire you, you know, separately for short term engagements that can help you, you know, and I had had a paycheck since I was 15. So I was terrified to go with, I lived, I live in Brooklyn Heights. I had a boyfriend at the time who was not paying rent or Mm. mortgage and was not earning. And so I was, you know, I had bag lady images in my mind. And I kept thinking, well, I could walk dogs or I could wait. <laughs> I mean, literally, I mean, I mean, I mean I, I, people laugh when I tell the story, but it's completely true. So I left the firm on a Friday and I started consulting two days later on a Monday because I was afraid that both those firms would change their mind. Wow. And then here's where here's the clue that I didn't think it was going to be anything. I named it McPherson Strategies. That's my ex-husband's name. We divorced in oh. 2003. Oh my gosh. I mean, great guy. So I, you know, I don't, I yeah. don't read it, but if I had thought I would have been a heck of a lot more intentional. But then it just kept growing. And, you know, here we are, we're about to hire our 13th colleague and congratulations and, uh, and a new, an employee last week. I finally met two. I have yet to meet some of them, but I met two. And one of, one of them who's been with us about eight months said to me, Susan, this is the first place in my 38 or nine years that I've worked that there's no drama. And I wow. thought, you know what? I've won. If that's, that's the case, right. That takes hashtag winning. Success, so hashtag winning. You're also winning. And I think the universe has probably, you know, sprinkled pixie dust on you because even though you weren't really thinking about the future of McPherson strategies that you even named it after your ex-husband speaks volumes about your ability to forgive. So yeah. And, and keep the name while you're growing. So the universe was just like, uh, uh-uh, we're going to shine and rain on this lady and shower her with pixie dust. What I mean, what a testament to your, your yeah. nature as a loving human being. That's, that's incredible. Incredible. So let's talk about a few fun things. Um, You mentioned uh, that when you were growing up, doing what you do now is not what you dreamt of. What did you dream of when you were growing up? Uh, (laughs) Two things. (laughs) Yes. I wanted to be what was then called a stewardess. Um, But I very early, because I love to travel. And when I was actually very young, my father did a Fulbright scholarship. I had a Fulbright scholarship and we went and we lived in Romania. This was in 1970. And then we traveled all over Europe. So, um, you know, very, I mean, he wasn't with the State Department. So believe me, we, we had bed bugs in our apartment in Bucharest <laughs> um, and literally had a one bedroom apartment for five people. So, you know, it wasn't glamorous, but it taught me this, or it, give, it instilled in me this just passion of travel. But I learned early on that at being so tiny, my license says I'm five foot, I could not <laughs> be a attendant. There was a height requirement up until I, I didn't did. know that. Well, to be able to reach the overheads. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, And then the second thing was to be an astronaut because I loved, I was a gymnast and I loved to be able to like do flips and float. Wow. But then I learned I had to be good at physics and I was never, (laughs) it's just, you know, we're talking superpowers. So um, I followed my mom into the the world of communications and, and, and marketing, but always, 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 professionally had a foot out the door doing nonprofit service work. So that is what took me into corporate responsibility and social impact. Got it. Now we, 
and stu and and flight attendant were yes flight attendant oh my gosh well be, while i was interviewing for uh, medical school someone asked me well if you didn't make it into medical school i was like what anyway if you didn't make it into medical school what would you become and immediately i said oh yeah i'd become a fighter pilot so just something about being in space, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I would, you know, I, I look at these bazillionaires who are, you know, of course, uh, <laughs> like spending, you know, it, 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 it sadly, like so many things is going to become a, a world of privilege. But, um, but I am, I do, I do recommend diving um, because okay. when you are submerged under the ocean, there is this, a, a, the buoyancy is very similar, supposedly, to being, um, when you're in outer space, but I've never been in outer space, so I can't answer yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I guess we can't answer it yet. Okay, one day, Susan, maybe soon, depending on what happens next week. Okay, we know that one of your superpowers is the art of connecting. Yes. What would you say is a superpower that people don't know about you? Huh. Well, I'm a great cook. I'm an amazing Oh, cook. okay. And when I moved to New York City from Seattle, um, in 2003, I came with two forks, two knives, and two spoons, and none of my cooking. So it's unfortunately been a very lost, um, uh, you know, um, art of mine, which yeah. uh, one of these days I'm going to get back. Uh, another would just be, and I mentioned it, and I don't know if it's a, it's a superpower, but I have, I have made travel such a part of myself. Yeah. Um, yes. And both travel for, you know, like my refugee advocacy work. So going to refugee hotspots, but then also extending so I could, I could like learn more, but also traveling to places and learning more about the people that live there rather than going to, you know, believe me, I love beautiful, fancy resorts and all, but I love yes. actually learning about the place I'm experiencing and meeting the, 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 what makes that place so special. So again, I don't know if that's a, a, a superpower, but where it could be helpful is if listeners want to go somewhere that I've been, I'm happy that's to right. <laughs> that is a superpower because not everyone has that, whether it's wanderlust or just even interest in travel. It is a superpower. I agree with you. I, I, it is a superpower. Who would you, a double part question. Who would you say are the three most important people in your life right now? And what are the three most important causes in your life right now? Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, I know. It's, you probably have so many, but... As many as you wish. Yes. My my best friend since 1971, who is a veterinarian, who has been taking care of my dog since I've had herniated discs back in March. Um, oh. I fell off the jungle gym in 1971, and she carried me to the nurse's office. Wow. She went out to the veterinarian. And she is in upstate New York taking care of Phoebe. My, my sister, who has been through everything with me. Yes. Um, and then this isn't one person, but I would say my team. I yeah. have... So blessed. I almost like I joke that I'm just so blessed that they let me come to the office. <laughs> um, we've been virtual since the beginning, long before the pandemic. Um, oh, wow. Built a real sense of trust, yes. uh, which I think is very important as leaders or as. Absolutely. Um, but there's a there's a reciprocal trust. So I would say for, for the three in okay. terms in terms of, of causes, um, gender gender and race equity and equality, for sure. I mean, the problems we're facing in the world, we can't even begin to until we deal with those. Climate, the environment would also be up there. And and lastly, uh, I think in the top three is is 
the, the, the plight of refugees and, um, and, and displaced people. And if you notice, all three are very connected. Um, yes. You know, the, the lion's share of refugees of our people are women and people of color. Yes. Um, is going to be, if it hasn't already started, is going to big, be a big cause in it because it's going to cause wars, obviously, over yep. limited resources. Um, and, and then, of course, just there's 88 million displaced people on this planet right now that yeah. could be amazing contributors to the economy, right? Like all the things. So that, those would be, and that's a very long-winded answer. But Not at all. Thank you for the work that you do. Seriously, Susan, thank you. So what is left on your bucket list? Well, the keel. I've had some health issues, so that that's number one. Um, and I'd I'd love to continue. You know, I've I've with with little bits of of, of um, investment here and there. I've loved to support um, women entrepreneurs, and I've supported um, a number of angel investors. I realize I need to support more women of color um, angel investor. I mean, I'm sorry, founders. So I'm making that a priority now. Um, and, and just continuing to support those who have, have, have supported me. So really there's not like one bona fide thing. Um, <laughs> I'd like to get out of this pandemic and be healthy and, and, yes. and think of that as a huge accomplishment. Yes. It, yes. And you're, you're well on your way. So how do you, and as a part of that, how do you, how do you do self care? I walk, um, between September and March before my back went out, I walked about 1,600 miles in circles in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yep. But what that afforded me was the really, it grounded me. It got to know my neighbors. I, I got to know shop owners and restaurant owners. Um, I have a dog who's very much like Norm on Cheers, who <laughs> um, probably again dates my, but she says hello to everyone. So it would generate conversations. And that was, that was a gift because I no longer felt alone. Um, wow. You know, I, I'm not the best at meditating. I try, um, but I find that. And also just connections. Yeah. Connecting people. That yeah. is my Yeah. Not only is it your superpower, but I believe, especially based after based on our conversation today, that connecting is meditative, Absolutely. right? There's an intentionality. There's, you know, there's a rhythm to it. There's an after effect of it. There, there's an aura to it. it. I would say that connecting is meditative. Oh, completely. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad you agree. And do you have a beauty routine? And if so, what is it? Oh, I don't. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've, I, because of, and this sounds awful, but because of what I've been through, my hair has been, and I hate to say this, but it's been falling out. Um, so I'm washing my hair only once a week. Um, okay. Just because I can't stand it. It's, it's traumatizing to see it go down the drain. But I also know that it will pass. Um, yeah. I've consulted doctors, et cetera. Um, okay. You know, I, I honestly, from a beauty perspective, is is getting fresh air, um, yes. getting a I good like night's that. sleep. Um, Agreed. Eating as best as I can. Absolutely. Um, veggies. Um, but I don't, you know, it, 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 I don't have a specific, like, I use drugstore brands. I mean, no, I, I... No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever works for you. The, no crossing, brand is particular. Crossing, crossing your teeth. Aha, there you go. Okay, we well, don't, those are, you, we want to keep our teeth until we're, you know, well into our 90s. <laughs> yes. Even more important than brushing. Yes, so, I, I get that. Well, I appreciate that holistic beauty answer. <laughs> <laughs> and and how, what do you think about fashion? Does it play a role in your life at all? Or is it purely yes. functional? Tell me about that. I, uh, 
you know, I'm tiny, so I have to, you know, figure out everything has to be shortened completely. But I, in the last six or seven years, have found consignment shopping to be my best friend. And oh, yeah. I live in Brooklyn, and there is a shop called Consignment Brooklyn that is women-owned mm -hmm. that I can't even begin to tell you the dresses that I have found there, which in much way in, it is much more sustainable. Um, yeah. You know, I have I've been able to get Marc Jacobs and Oscar de la Renta dresses. Wow. Like an, a tenth of what they would be. Um, yes. but beautiful. And also I've been able to recycle things that perhaps I kind of was ready to move out of my closet. Yes. So yes. Really highly recommended. Um, you know, I mean, I I do love the brand Another Tomorrow. Um, yes. <laughs> but, um, unfortunately for someone of my, you know, being so diminutive, some of, you know, they would take like three seamstresses to, to, to kind of shorten stuff. I don't want to say it's a beautiful brand and sustainable. So is there one particular fashion piece that you have found recently or that you've had for a long time that you absolutely will never give away? <laughs> well, I have to say um, the Oscar de la Renta dress that I bought a couple of years ago and I wore it when I was emceeing an event for the nonprofit She's the First, it felt like it was made for me. Like it was... Wow. And... I, you know, dare I say, I felt very, 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 very pretty wearing Good it. Good for you. Strong. That's what fashion should do. Exactly. Um, and I'll dig up a photo and send it to you. Uh, please do. Please do. And we'll post it with your permission. Okay. Of course. <laughs> of course. But again, well, I, in, in, in the world of social impact, it would be ridiculous for me to go buy an Oscar de la Renta dress full price. I mean, Understood. all the power to the people who can, you know, yes. know. <laughs> Would 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 um, you know hold opinions? But I'd much rather use that money to fund a, a a founder or a nonprofit. And this way, by shopping at this wonderful store, I can I can have a little bit of both. I'm going to check that out. We are we yeah, are grateful. You can buy online. It's, yes. it's an amazing place. Consignment Brooklyn and another tomorrow. I'm definitely going to look into both. Thank you. Oh, Susan, the last question. Can you believe it? <laughs> the last question is the Fab Five. So, Susan McPherson, what are your Fab Five tips for living a beautiful, star-filled life? Constant curiosity. I'm going to write these down. Okay. Yes, constant curiosity. Lack of uh, predetermined, um, wait, how do I word this so it sounds right? Um, pre, pre, uh, getting rid of our concept, what is it called? Help! Preconceived <laughs> uh, notions? Yes, yes, getting rid of <laughs> preconceived notions. Okay. It's the, yes. it's the detours, not the destinations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Being vulnerable. Ah, and being compassionate. Love it. Those would we, be my five. Those are fabulous. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Susan, for your time, energy, light, expertise, intelligence, connection. You can tell I love lists, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean them all truly authentically. You're a very special human being. And 
not only for your book, which is important, and obviously I recommend it, hence your presence here on this podcast, but for the work that you do, that you've done, and that you continue to do, not only for women, not only for girls, but, but for the world, right? Because we are all connected, and you have shown us that. Your book reminds us of that, and your actions continue to resonate that. So thank you so very, very much. Thank you. And for being a member of this beautiful tribe. I'm so honored and so touched and what a magical hour. And please, Dr. Shirley, let me know how I can be helpful to you. Okay. I shall. And the same reciprocally to you. Please let me know how I may be of assistance to you. Thank you, Susan. Bless you. Bless you. Ciao. This brings us to our closure of this week's episode of the Forever Fab podcast with my guest, Susan McPherson. Buy her book, The Lost Art of Connecting, the Gather, Ask, Do method for building meaningful business relationships on Amazon.com. To do business with Susan, follow her on Instagram at mcpstrategies or visit her company website, mcpstrategies.com. As always, if you like this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com slash foreverfab. For holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, go to elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, and beauty questions on the go. That's click, C-L-I-C-K dash lift.com. And if you don't want to go anywhere quite yet or leave your home, look out for Jet Set Beauty RX, offering mobile aesthetic medical services such as injectable fillers and multivitamin facial treatments. Jet Set Beauty RX is coming to your neighborhood soon. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, as always, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.